Hey there, Northern Reticulated Agile practitioners, and welcome to another episode of Agile Bytes, a podcast sponsored by Integrity Inspired Solutions, where we build software in an agile manner day in and day out. Today, I want to talk about the question, is it bad to want to go faster? Now, some of you have probably seen that title and you think the answer to that question is relatively obvious. And you're not wrong. It is kind of obvious, I suppose, but I do want to discuss it. I want to talk about why it's even a question, why somebody might even think differently about this, because there's good reasons. But the main reason I want to talk about it is I think that the more conversant you are with this question and the issues associated with this question, the better off you're going to be strategically when you try to move your own organization to greater agility. Because what we're really talking about here are the outcomes that people want from agility. And then is this even the best way to get them to where they want to go? Or do they even want the right things? Or are we even in a position to pursue outcome X if we haven't really nailed down outcome Y? So that's really what this podcast is about. Most of you probably know that I, as an individual, do a lot of coaching, consulting, mentoring, teaching, whatever you want to call it, to different organizations about their own operations, whether we are making them leaner or more agile or both, whether it's an extended period of time where I'm working with that organization and their teams, or whether it's just a workshop. I spend a lot of time doing that, and I've worked with a lot of different organizations. And I would say that when organizations reach out to me for help of some kind, the overwhelmingly most popular reason they reach out is because they want to go faster. That may not be what they say. That may not be the reason that they lead with, but that is ultimately what they're after. They want to be able to get more done in shorter amounts of time or with less people. And this is usually quickly followed up by, we want to be more predictable. So we wanna go faster, we wanna be more predictable. The vast majority of the time, this is what organizations really want when they reach out to me. It's not actually agility, interestingly enough, because agility is more about your ability to adapt quickly and efficiently to feedback. It's, it's about your responsiveness and your ability to pivot so that you can be building the right thing. It's less about speed or predictability. If, if you got into Scrum because you wanted to go faster, you are riding the wrong horse for sure. But a lot of times this is this is the thing that people actually want. Which, by the way, those of you who are listening right now and you are an agile coach of some kind, uh, a consultant, a scrum master, somebody who's responsible for bringing agility to an organization or your organization, one of the very first things you want to nail down is why are we doing this? What, what are the outcomes we actually want? Because you might discover that the outcomes your organization wants are really more about being lean than being agile or some sort of combination of the two. So just want to get that out there. But let's talk about the people who want to go faster. Do they want something bad? Well, sometimes, especially in the agile community, when we hear about an organization wanting to quote unquote go agile because they want to go faster, we automatically have a visceral reaction to that. And some of it is good reasons, some of it is not so good reasons, but some of it is even psychological because a lot of this movement came out of a software development landscape where 
people did want to go faster, whether we were building the right thing or not, we, we envisioned these massively long projects that were years long, cost tons and tons of money, and we just need to burn through them as quickly as we could. And we think about the mechanisms that organizations used to accomplish that. Uh, a lot of times, the big one is overtime, right? If you're a software developer or, or closely related to the actual production of the software, you have probably had, you know, 50-hour, 60-hour, 70-hour or more weeks, usually close to a project deadline. We think about uh, short, unrealistic deadlines that have been set by sales or management. Or we think about them hiring more developers, which if it happens early in a project, maybe that helps. But a lot of times that happens when projects are in trouble and it doesn't help at all. It, it weighs it down. And that's even leaving aside the question of whether the coding is, is even actually the bottleneck. So the question of going faster or the idea of an organization going faster, it, it sort of viscerally creates an aversion to those of us that have been in the industry a long time. We remember those days and we remember how that sort of mindset took more projects to failure than to success by a long shot. And we, we sure don't want to fall back into that same trap. And so there's pushback against going faster from the Agile community. And this pushback usually takes the form of something like, you shouldn't be focused on speed, you should be focused on value, right? Are you delivering value, not are you delivering faster? This is 100% accurate, actually. And if you look at strategies, frameworks, methodologies that have been designed to promote agility, this is largely what they're focused on. Take Scrum, for example. Uh, Scrum is not built for speed. Uh, a lot of times when organizations move to Scrum, sometimes you go faster. It, it kind of depends on what you were doing before, but Scrum isn't really built for that. It's really built for getting to the right product to build. That's the whole point. It, it assumes that you don't know what you need to build. So you need to push out some minimal increment of the product, get feedback, and then sort of plan further in the product on the basis of the feedback that you got. It's kind of a taking baby steps, start stop model. And the structures are all built to facilitate that. That's what's at the core of it is product discovery through feedback. It's, it's not speed, it's not efficiency, it's not predictability. And so when we're talking about agility, there is this focus on value or another way to say it, a focus on learning to build the right thing, building the most useful thing for our users. And I think this instinct is dead on. The very first priority of a software development organization should be, are we building something valuable or not? Because it doesn't help to increase your speed if you're just churning out stuff that nobody needs or wants or is going to use. That, that doesn't help your organization out at all. You really need to to know what the target is. And that's where agility can really come in because a lot of times our agility allows us to learn and adapt and we evolve our product over time in light of that feedback. That is absolutely an organization's first goal that's delivering software is, is delivering value. When I was first learning to play tennis, the coach had us hit tennis balls into hoops that were strategically placed on the ground on the other side of the net. It was hard and it was not very interesting. See, when I learned to play tennis, it was very close to the ice age when tennis had first been invented. And 
the heroes of the game at the time were people like Andre Agassi, and he could hit the ball so hard, and, and, and he sort of changed the game in that way. Tennis became a very power-centric game for a while. The people who could hit the hardest tended to do better. And so we all wanted to learn to hit like Andre Agassi. That's what we wanted to do, is learn how to hit the ball super hard. But the coach reminded us that if we focused on power first, you know, hitting the ball harder, getting the ball, making the ball move faster, we were really headed to a string of lost games because we'd be hitting the ball over the fence. We'd be hitting the ball outside the court. We might be hitting it super hard, but we wouldn't be hitting it in the right place. We'd, we'd be hitting it all over the place. So he wanted to focus on control first, uh, focus, which is one of the scrum values. He, he wanted to get us really good at hitting the ball where we wanted it to go. And then once we were good at that, then we would ratchet up the power. Then we would ratchet up the speed. It's a brilliant way to learn tennis. And it's a brilliant way to think about your software development operations. Make sure that you are going where you want to go before you speed up. I mean, think Think about it like you're driving a car. Uh, if you're headed to the wrong destination or you're going down the wrong road, accelerating does not help you. In fact, it makes it worse, right? You're, you're, you're going wronger, faster. I realize wronger isn't a word, but there you go. So yes, definitely focus on value first. Secondly, we also want to make sure that our quality stays high. Again, it doesn't help you to produce garbage at a faster rate. We don't want that. We still want our quality to stay high. In fact, one of the metrics that I keep with my teams, along with things like cycle time and throughput, are the amount of rework that we have to do due to actual defects. And, you know, sometimes that's just a matter of counting the number of bugs. Sometimes it's a matter of measuring the days spent on bugs. It depends on what's useful for you or not. But I want to keep track of that metric because if our speed, increases, but our quality decreases, that is not a good trade-off. I don't want to go faster if I'm making trash. Now, there is an argument to be made that, you know, depending on circumstances, getting to market when the product is lacking functionality or, or not where we want it to be, there's an argument to be made for that. And, and that is a good argument. However, I would maintain that whatever you release, even if it's not fully fledged, even if it's not complete, it still needs to work. It still needs to not be buggy. I think bugs and defects cause distrust in the product. So even if the functionality is limited or the UI is very bare bones or whatever, quality should still be high in terms of it should work and it shouldn't have bugs and people should be able to trust it, even if it's minimal. Again, time to market is a very big thing and getting a minimal product out the door fast is probably going to beat someone who takes an extra year to release a more fully fledged product. But whatever you release, the quality of it should still be high, even if it's minimal. So we want to make sure we're delivering value and we want to make sure our quality stays high. However, if you have prioritized those things and your organization is optimized around those things, then by all means, going faster is exactly what you want to do. It is not wrong to want to go faster it is problematic if going faster is a goal and unto itself and you aren't thinking about value, which is the most important thing, and you're not thinking about quality. But if you are oriented toward producing valuable things and you have mechanisms around that, and if your quality is staying high and you have mechanisms and practice around that, then by all means, speed yourself up. Going faster is a good thing. 
It is a good thing to want. It is not short-sighted of management to want to go faster. Your developers would probably love to go faster. If you are churning out value and it's good and people love it, why wouldn't you want to do that more? Okay? If you are truly focused on delivering value to customers, then delivering more quickly is right in line with that philosophy. Wanting to go faster is very consistent with a focus on value. Because if I'm delivering valuable things, then I want to get it to my customers as quickly as I possibly can. I don't want them to wait weeks to get value if I can give them value this week. So going faster is part of what it means to be customer-centric. It's not just a, a selfish or short-sighted ambition of management if it's done in a context where we are focused on value delivery. And if we are delivering value, it is caring about your customer to want to go faster to see how much faster you can actually go. Also, if we are delivering faster, then we can pivot faster, right? If we are getting value into the hands of our customers quickly and we discover that we are going down the wrong road, then we can very quickly pivot. If we are very slow in our development and delivery process, then it can take much longer to actually pivot because we're gonna be in the middle of something. It could be another month before we can meaningfully pivot or two months or whatever. But if we are delivering quickly, then it makes pivoting that much easier. We can pivot that much sooner. And then finally, if you are truly interested in agility, well, the engine that powers agility is the feedback loop. And the shorter the feedback loop becomes, the more agile we can be, the more responsive we can be, and the better of a product we're gonna build in the long run and the less time and money we're going to waste building the wrong thing. So you want the feedback loop to be as short as possible. How do you make it as short as possible? Well, one important component is to deliver quickly, right? Let's get that feedback in two days as opposed to two months, right? So optimizing, streamlining your delivery process, going faster is very important to the very heartbeat of Agile. So sometimes I do podcast episodes where I upset everybody. I think this episode is one where everybody gets affirmed, right? If you think that a focus on going faster is dangerous, you're right in the sense that you need to be focused on delivering value. You need to have a high emphasis on quality. Those things need to be in place before you really focus on increasing your speed. And if you think it's good for my organization to want to go faster, you're also right. It is good to go faster. Once you have those things in place, you absolutely should be thinking about how you can go faster, getting value into people's hands more quickly and getting that feedback more quickly. So there's something for everyone. Take a quote of mine out of context to make your case the next time you're having an argument at work. I don't care. I think that's great. But I hope that you understand that on the one hand, you can't focus on speed as an end unto itself without addressing the other things we've talked about. But on the other hand, if you are addressing those things, wanting to go faster is not bad. It's not short-sighted. It's laudable. It is an agile enabler, not an enemy to agile. So as you talk about bringing greater agility to your organization, I hope this helps some of your conversations. Talk to people, figure out what they're trying to get out of the agile effort. Is it speed? And if it's speed, are you doing the right things to get there? And have you also addressed the other prerequisite areas? I think if you are, you'll find that a pursuit of speed is a great agile enabler for your organization. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening to Agile Bites. Agile does sometimes bite, but we don't think it always has to. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you happen to be using. And if you can, leave us a comment because we'd love to hear your feedback. What things would you like to hear about? What things did you hear that were valuable to you today? You can also head over to integrityinspired.com to sign up to our email list. But that's all for today, folks. We'll see you next time.